Hello, and welcome to the Crane Worldwide Logistics News Podcast, Coffee with Crane. I'm Joseph Patrick. Hey, you know how every country has bans on certain imports? Well, I came across a few that might just surprise you. For instance, in Nigeria, it's illegal to import ballpoint pens and wheelbarrows. In Singapore, there's a ban on importing chewing gum, and perhaps the saddest illegal import of all goes to France, which forbids the importation of clown costumes. <laughs> If you like that, then stick around to the end and I'll share another fun logistics fact with you. In this weekly show, I'll be bringing you updates, news, and forecasts from the world of logistics. But before we begin, please subscribe to Crane Worldwide Logistics on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, X, and Instagram. And be sure to follow Coffee with Crane on your favorite podcast player so that you'll never miss another episode ever again. Well, in recent news, we've just seen that there are some things to be aware of regarding prohibited air cargo imports into Australia. The Australian government has imposed prohibitions from Afghanistan, Bangladesh, Egypt, Somalia, Syria, or Yemen, and this includes transshipments through Australia if it originates from or transits through one of these countries. Shipments from Afghanistan, Egypt, Somalia, and Syria must first be examined in Vancouver, Narita, Osaka, Hong Kong, Shanghai, Johannesburg, Shanghai, Bangkok, Dubai, Honolulu, or Los Angeles. Bangladesh shipments must be examined in Bangladesh or at a last port of call the ECAC standards in a regulated agent facility. So, what does all this mean for you? Well, first, keep in mind that all of this for now only applies to air cargo. Exporters, importers, and other trade parties should ensure that your cargo will not be utilized for services from these countries. And for more information about this story and many others, log on to craneww.com and look through our Knowledge Center page. Here, you'll find other trade advisories to be aware of, market updates, case studies, and a whole lot more to help keep you moving things the crane way. Looking at another story now, on October 18th, the United States Office of Foreign Assets Control has now eased oil, gas, and gold mining sanctions in Venezuela. The U.S. has provided limited relaxation through new and amended OFAC general licenses, and they've also amended several common questions related to the government of Venezuela. As of now, limited sanction relief has temporarily authorized all transactions otherwise prohibited under the current sanctions. These specifically relate to the Venezuelan oil and gas sector, which includes transactions with Petróleos de Venezuela and entities that are 50% or more owned by PDVSA entities. These remain as specially designated nationals, but new contracts do not require blocking or reporting. All of that being said, how does this affect you? Well, for starters, exporters, importers, and trade-related parties must understand the general licenses requirements, and knowing and understanding this can allow your company to explore your current business and shipments to Venezuela. So what do you think? What does this mean for your shipments and interactions moving forward? Let us know what you think in the comments section below. In our last story today, the European Union's Emission Trading System, or ETS, has been getting more and more attention as of late. This effort was created as a market-based mechanism with the aim of tackling greenhouse gas emissions within the European Union. Now, initially, the program targeted energy-intensive sectors such as manufacturing and power generation, but that's now been amended. The ETS has set its sights on the shipping industry as well. ETS functions on the principle of issuing financial incentives for reducing greenhouse gas emissions while simultaneously promoting the transition to more sustainable forms. In short, shipping companies will be required to submit allowances equivalent to a portion of their emissions, and starting in 2024, which is just literally a few weeks away, companies must submit allowances 
allowances of 40% of their verified emissions. So how does this impact you? Well, the way the system's been set up, one European Union allowance, or EUA, must be purchased for every one ton of reported CO2 gas. And this sum will be collected and sent along for the European Union each year. And these units of EUAs can be purchased on exchanges such as ICE, uh, EEX, and NASDAQ, as well as from the over-the-counter market. But be aware of something, the standalone surcharge, known as an emissions surcharge, will be applied to all bookings on any voyage that will be subject to the EU's ETSs. And before we leave, I owe you another fun logistics fact. Well, did you know that technology and engineering are now so far advanced that a cargo ship steaming from China to Italy actually emits fewer greenhouse gases than a semi-truck would driving from Houston to Oklahoma City? It's an exciting time to be alive, my friends. Well, that's all for this episode. Until next time, I'll have a hot cup waiting right here for you on the next episode of Coffee with Craig. Goodbye now.